This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. We really appreciate all of you joining us. Uh, right now, I'm here with someone that's representing a technology company that delivers a life sciences-based EQMS platform tailored for the global cannabis sector and adjacent industries. And my guest has sales and business development background spanning tobacco and finance sectors. And he is managing the sales process at C15 Solutions, which spearheads marketing initiatives, key strategic partnerships, product demos, and securing valued customers. And the company has grown under his, with his help, his guidance, from 65 plus corporate customers across eight countries. I'm here with Sean Samuel, again, Vice President of Marketing at C15 Solutions. Thanks for being on with us. Yeah, thank you for having me, Brasco. Much appreciated. My pleasure. So amplifying a CPG-grade EQMS platform with upgrades that demonstrate the company's product is just more than a QMS or a quality management system. And a lot has gone on with that. So what you mean by a quality management system is the fact that it's to help reduce the overall cost of quality, reduce the risk of non-compliance with jurisdiction jurisdiction regulations, address deviations and complaints, and automate daily tasks. So, real quickly, just take me through this whole process here to help empowering cannabis businesses and giving where there's a distinction behind the compliance and the quality of interest, the intricate details of making sure that the quality and control and compliance are all hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll, I'll back up one sec before sure. I jump into the the technology, and I'll and I'll speak to the sector itself, more specifically, mm-hmm. the regulated nature of it. So cannabis um, kind of represents, or it has elements of other regulated manufactured goods sectors. Think pharma, agriculture, food beverage, consumer packaged goods. Those are all regulated sectors. Um, selling a product that need to be, you know, safe to consume for for end consumers like you and I. Um, now, all all of those sectors, you know, they have uh, very uh, varying degrees of of regulation. Pharma being, you know, the most intensive set of regs, and cannabis honestly is not that far behind. So, when it comes to the cannabis sector, you know, you've got these. It is kind of a an amorphous child of of pharma, of consumer packaged goods, and you have companies trying to position themselves like, you know, the next Unilever of cannabis with a house of brands, some that are positioned for adult use, others for the um, medicinal market. Uh, But ultimately, regardless of what market you're serving, what jurisdiction that you're operating in, you do have to abide by very specific rules and regulations when it comes to the overall production process. So whether you're cultivating flour, you're a wholesaler selling biomass, or you're processing biomass into derivative products like oils, beverages, uh, edibles, you know, you do have to abide by rules. And then further complicating things, especially in the States, is the fact that without federal legalization, 
you've got a very fragmented regulatory uh, landscape. So every state has their own version of rules, of things that you need to test for in your product samples, of how you report to the regulator, how you even label your products and sell it, how you can market those products. So there's a uh, a swath of, of, of risk that comes with that. We call it operational risk. Um, you could argue that it branches out into you know legal, there's financial risk too. But for the purpose of QMS, a quality management system, that technology is very much focused on the operational risk that comes with any regulated manufactured good industry. I haven't heard a lot of the acronym QMS or quality management system in this space. Talk to me about the, the whole idea of having that in terms of to help service exclusively the market and a diverse set of businesses who customize solutions, best practices, and industry expertise. So the idea is, what is it that encompasses quality management solutions? And I mean, what are the components that really make that to where it serves compliance, whichever state you're in? Yeah. So the typical tech stack when it comes to any cannabis operator is typically comprised of three tech solutions, let's say. Um, the first most common, you've probably heard of it, a CRM, customer relationship management. You know, you, you're in the business of sales, you've got customers, whether they're wholesale or retail. Um, so you need to manage that pipeline of sales through a CRM. The, the second solution that is most typically adopted is a production solution, uh, like a production platform. And under that category, you've got seed to sale solutions, which I'm sure you've heard of, like inventory tracking. And then you also have a, a more full-blown ERP, enterprise resource planning platform, which has the costing or finance component associated with your inventory count. UMS would be the final kind of piece to that end-to-end -end compliance solution. So while the production system will address your inventory and your monthly reporting into your metric or your state, you know, compliance tracking system. Uh, QMS, uh, quality management system, more specifically addresses the record keeping requirements associated with cannabis regulations. When I say record keeping, think SOPs, standard operating procedures. Uh, SOPs are effectively the, uh, let's call it the, the production handbook. They dictate how you execute your internal processes, how you grow, how you process, how you even train, um, how you address, uh, let's say, errors in the production process, things like deviations, how you address customer complaints, product recalls. So it is the QMS uh, platform is effectively your blueprint for production and where you go to rectify any issues with the production process. It is very much, you know, a table stakes, uh, very mission critical solution when it comes to end to end compliance, because compliance is ultimately two things. It's, you know, your inventory and tracking of it, because every state has a mandate to ensure you're not diverting product to the uh, illicit or legacy market. They want to keep it all, you know, legal. Um, and then the second component is, you know, are you doing things according to the production standards that we've set for that state? And there are nuances to each state, but by and large, they all have very similar record keeping requirements when it comes to, you know, editing your SOPs, 
proving that your staff are trained on those SOPs, which is a, a very much a critical requirement. Um, and then, of course, how you're addressing mistakes, because when, you know, mistakes can be large or small, whether they're as simple as something as, you know, a, a, a printing mishap on a label or a more serious issue like contamination of a released batch. Maybe you've got powdery mildew or mold on a product and consumers are are ingesting that in, in some way, shape or form. So those are real issues that can have a material effect on your bottom line, you know, via damage to your brand reputation, opportunity cost of, you know, batches not being released because they were contaminated. And that's really what QMS addresses, the cost of quality, you know, how much you need to invest to get a safe, high quality product out the door. Now, with C- This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 15, you're actually doing customized regulatory compliance based on jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. Now, right. with that said, talk to me about the importance of creating a particular this particular regulatory standard based on jurisdiction where not only should it be that you'll, you'll customize, but how important is it to be proactive in the compliance sector? Also being able to go ahead and always have compliance above what is said, like the, the, the standard that a jurisdiction might have should not be the benchmark. It should be the bare minimum and that any company that you work with should be well above and beyond those compliance standards. 100%. Um, in fact, we have demoed our solution for a handful of regulators, um, federal regulators up in Canada, state regulators in the States. And the the feedback that we've gotten from them is almost universally consistent in that, you know, they say that 
errors in the production process, deviations, customer complaints, et cetera. Those are facts of life. They understand and appreciate that. That will occur in every you know, market today. However, what they do care about very deeply are two things. Number one, are you recording absolutely everything and painting a, you know, a clear and honest picture for what's going on in the, in the operation? And number two, and this touches on your point about being proactive, can you or are you demonstrating that you're learning from your mistakes? In other words, you know, you're not just reactively um, reacting to mistakes, but you're proactively addressing them via training, perhaps. So if you've had a few issues with, say, your humidity management in the greenhouse, well, maybe you need to start rewriting some of those uh, standard operating procedures and having your staff retrained on that in a more effective manner. And that, the capacity to proactively identify and prevent those mistakes from happening again in the future, they have told us very explicitly that is their barometer for how often they're going to come in and check up on, on cannabis operators with, you know, surprise audits, inspections, et cetera. Right. Rolling Stone actually had an article from their culture council about the fact of having a proactive approach to compliance. And that's why he's making a point of that. And always, especially on the blunt business program that I host over here on cannabis radio, make it a point that compliance is key and that there's a point where, I mean, going back years, there can be a thing where every company out there, they dig, they cannot be what can trust is can trust holding October, 2019, $77 million worth of, of product destroyed because they did not comply. Regardless of how the federal the federal regulatory body of health Canada is in Canada, but that is something that should be the standard example that should not happen here. And I don't know if you use it as an example, but that's one thing I always hold on to. And I make that a point every time I talk about compliance. I don't know about you. What do you say? That's actually a brilliant example, Brasco. Um, they are effectively exhibit A when it comes to ignoring the risk associated or the operational risk associated with a regulated manufactured good. Um, you know, they they did a lot of things. They got caught for a handful of things, um, not just record keeping. But by and large, that just goes to show you that if you are not proactively staying on, you know, managing that risk that the the potential downside for that is huge. It's not just, you know, a lost batch uh, of sales. It's, you know, destruction of shareholder value to the tune of, of tens of millions, potentially hundreds, depending on the value of the company. So um, the other reason why I like that is because CanTrust has obviously since rebranded. Right. They're now called FINA, new management team, uh, effectively entirely new team. They have since become a C15 customer. Uh, and in fact, when CanTrust had their license suspended by Health Canada, the federal regulatory body mm -hmm. up in Canada, um, they actually submitted C15 as the centerpiece of their remediation plan. Wow. Basically, yes, we're purchasing a genuine risk mitigation tool that's going to, you know, demonstrate the intent we have to. Um, basically establish a culture of quality and do things by the book. Uh, and uh, lo and behold, you know, we were able to help them get that license back uh, a couple of years later. So, you know, new team, new processes in place, new people in place, new tech in place, um, very much a new company, but it does go to show the value of a, of a small investment in, in a QMS solution. And that, 
that's a perfect way to end, end, end this here because really when it comes down to it, I talk about compliance. And if you have a company like C15 Solutions that can customize, create this standard here, which you know they're controlling the market on that acronym, QMS, Quality Management Solutions. And it's something that your company, you don't want to have it where it's an internal compliance issue where you have you to bring somebody on board. If you can contract and you can have somebody come on board that knows what they're talking about here, they can come into your into your business and help you lay out everything so that compliance is above uh, above and beyond what the standard should be. And you know, you identified a lot of costs, significant cost factors when it comes to poor wall quality, running product liability risks, and the cost of quality can range from twenty to thirty five percent. And so, you're helping to go ahead and point those out, help streamline everything, and keep everything above ground. So, let's go ahead and talk real quick about the website. Website is c15solutions.com, c15solutions.com. And for those, you can actually get a schedule a demo. And real quickly, when people go to the website, where should they go? So we've got a, uh, yeah, we've got a pretty obvious request a demo page, but we also have a pretty neat um, tab, uh, a media section tab, where we've got a host of educational material that speaks to um, things like the cost of quality, what that typically represents at a cannabis operator. We've got some customer case studies up there. Um, and we actually recently just published our first, uh, we've got our first two blogs up um, that speak to operational risk and the cost of quality in a lot more detail. <clears throat> but that is uh, basically the, the problem that we're solving in this space, uh, addressing operational risk and minimizing the cost of quality. Because right now it's um, discernibly higher than it is in other uh, regulated manufactured goods sectors like pharma, um, like CPG. And I believe part of that is the you know maturity factor. It's a, it's a new space that's still trying to find its way. Um, that moves at a very fast pace, which almost acts as a as a multiplier on the operational risk. Um, but yeah, all the more reason why you should have um, technology in place. And you know, you can hire great professionals. You might have the best internal processes and SOPs written out, but without technology to reinforce that behavior, or you know, teach new employees those processes when old employees leave. Um, you know, you you are. Basically, what I'm trying to say is if you if you ignore um, all three variables, if you're only focusing on one or two of those three variables, people, process and tech, you're opening yourself up to unnecessary operational risk. There we go. Thank you again for being all this again. I've been joined with Sean Samuel, Vice President of Sales and Marketing with C15 Solutions. Again, the website is C15Solutions.com. Thanks for being all this, Sean. Thank you, Brasco. All right. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.